0: Fall down. All right, guys, what time is it? What time is it? It's time for Grow Talk. Time to talk about growing the lovely cannabis
1: plant. If you aren't already, listen in, and we'll tell you why you should. Yeah. Remember the grow your own banners that they would fly over the Broncos games back in the day from Way to Grow? Those are pretty awesome. What grow your do they own. they have? Like, a uh, light it up,
0: I think, as well, behind the plane. <laughs> Winning. Winning. Gotta love creative marketing, creative marketing for sure. All right, let me give you guys a show rundown today. Grower questions off dudegrows.com. Anybody over there can sign in. It's free to sign up on Uh, dudegrows.com. Create your own grower questions, engage in the community. Great community over there. Use the search bar. Uh, Definitely a wealth of information over the past six, seven years. I've had that thing going. So it looks like I'm packing a one e well here's the dugout but this is uh, actually
1: for my, my DynaVaporizer. vaporizer so is it just, vape vap dynavap I don't know someone's trying to correct us but it was in the comments so it's kind of co- hard to get the pronunciation but uh, well, they got a lot of fans they definitely have a lot of fans out there a lot of positive uh, reviews from the Dyna dynavap I'm calling it that until some there's no e on it so you're probably right huh what do I know all right, grower
0: questions. First off, we're going to cover Dag Nug Frosty Pineapple Chunk Nugs by Stony Rockefeller. Um, kelp Full Your Feed by Indy Canna Indicana, Indy, Indicana Jones. I like <laughs> it's it. It's hard for me to roll that one off the tongue. Um, another Recharge Soil Microbiology Question by SC Dung Slinger79. This is a pretty good question, actually, pretty unique. Uh, and pretty much, are pretty major defolation and switching to bloom nutrients on autos by
1: Sit, Ubu, Sit. Uh, remember that? It was at the end of, I can't remember what, what uh, show it was. It was like a production company. They say
2: Sit, oh, Ubu, Sit. Oh,
1: yeah. What show does that?
0: I do remember
2: that. <laughs> nice
0: um all right before we get into it dudegrows.com forward slash support we've got a lot going on over there that's where you can go to sign up support the show at ten dollars a month get access to the dgc members page on dudegrows.com where your benefits are listed first and foremost the free seeds from seeds here now and if you want to learn about best coast genetics uh seeds here now has got a great seed bank over there they got bios on all their breeders go over there check out best coast genetics these are not just some shitty freebies we've got some quality genetics when everybody growing some dank uh, as well as sticker kits to go out to new members um, and the option to go win the build a soil take and bake artisan soil building kit uh, to make yourself 70 gallons of living soil yourself you are the mixer in your own home which is awesome actually it's a great if you haven't mixed soil before I find it to be a very enjoyable experience so maybe hey. you get on like the bulk
1: level I got to say, man, if we're talking about patrons, patrons, we really need you. I took a look at YouTube yesterday. I am unable to make comments. I am barely able to view the videos because they have, I don't know if you call it shadow banned or what, but somehow they just, it's age restricted. It won't allow me to view them. I talked to a couple other DGC that are having the same issues. I really need to, uh, we really need to invest in our own independent platform. And that's what we're doing over at dudegrows.com. Uh, that's what the Patreons are allowing us to do. No matter what happens, we always have dudegrows.com that we're building. Uh, and that does take a team. So thanks so much. If you are considering supporting the DGC through Patreon, uh, yeah, it means a lot and we are taking that and trying to build something so we can preserve, man, that cannabis history or whatever you want to call it, because you seem to be rewriting it, you know? Want some CBD cigarettes, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you, <know?
0: laughs> if you guys need to enter. All the giveaways are monthly. I make a post. I pin it to the top. So when you're logged in Patreon, go over to the post, make a comment on the post, and you're entered
1: to win. Shadow band, eh? I don't know. And I say cannabis history. What I mean is really grow knowledge, man. The seven years of grow knowledge we have where you can actually scroll that website, learn a ton, you know, and actually, and actually make it happen, grow your own dank. So uh, that's what it's all about for us, that and community. Well, if you, yeah, if you can't, uh, if you can't, if, you're, if you feel you're, you got a shadow banning
0: coming on, uh, that's why Guru's is releasing all of the content early as well before YouTube over on Patreon. So. I dig that. I dig that.
1: Hey, Guru, what'd you say, man? The ch- check and make sure what you have the the uh, year and your age is that because yeah. they just check, changed something in there. Check
3: and make sure that the Google account that you have, you've gone in the settings and like confirmed your age. Okay, uh, because it's it can also show that like not because of a shadow ban, but because uh, Google doesn't know how old you are and it just assumes if it doesn't know. You're younger than uh, should be able to. As soon as it has an age, it lets you see those age-restricted videos. Is that what I'm doing wrong? I'm not shadow banned after all? It seems so much cooler to be shadow banned. <laughs> it does seem cooler to be shadow banned.
1: Oh, well. You <laughs> still have to get me, dude. Let's get into the show, man. We got some Dank Nugs here. A Dank
0: Nug Frosty Pineapple Chunk Nugs by Stoney Rockefeller. And I will tell you guys, uh, if you want to enter the Dank Nugs contest, we have the Dank Nugs right on the homepage. Had a little team meeting. We got this ironed out. Um, Scotty's going to go. we did that live Friday show last Friday, kind of sure. hang out around the bakery. I uh, yep. figured, why not go live every Friday and, and see most Fridays,
1: their- most Fridays. All right, I like that. Most Fridays we'd we'll be <laughs> going live, but until the ambulance end- gets running, man, then we're going live on location from the Dabulence. <laughs> okay,
2: okay. <laughs> that's okay. the
1: goal.
0: But we'll get this Dank Nugs contest running smooth for you guys. You guys can go over there and go to the Dank Nugs page. You can either submit your Dank Nug or you can click on the link to vote on Dank Nugs. So go check it out. Updated now. Now let's talk about the Pineapple Chunk by Stony Rockefeller. Are you still uh, allowed to call Bud's Chunky? Yes, yes. Hey, DGC, I'm back with another set of Nug shots. Here's my Pineapple Chunk lady in week eight of flower. I should be harvesting her in about a week and a half. She is growing in a three by three tent. With an HLG-225
1: providing the light. Hang Perfect on. Think about there. that. 225 watts bringing you dank like that. That was too good to be true back in the day. I mean, maybe you could do it with a couple 315s that have that multiple sorts of, you know, sources of light. But, man, it was tough to grow dank like that. Yeah. I remember I was never impressed by looking at the uh,
0: the light under a 250-watt yeah. HPS. <laughs> no. Uh, Okay, so I have her in deep water culture using the Lucas method of feeding, general hydroponic micro and bloom with Cali Magic and fish shit. So far, so good. I would be hesitant about putting fish shit in deep water culture myself. This was an experiment more than anything using the Lucas method. I wanted to see if and how well it works. She is so the Lucas method, guys. A three, a general hydroponics has a three part base and what you don't use to grow.
1: all or much yeah you you use a different ratio of the bloom and the micro and you get to where you you yeah you don't need to grow
3: it's kind of the same concept or close to the same concept i think uh the 321 is a better implementation but of like jack's 321 where for the most part you're feeding the same ratio the entire time and there's some uh some data to support that that actually being the correct decision to do so
1: but you can't feed you know the 321 in the end of flour, can you? It's a lot just triple the,
3: the one, of, you would need. one of the cool things, uh, well, uh, so it's not 321 MPK 321. Okay, got it's it. It's Jax Hydro like that 321 style, where it's uh, three grams of the Jax Hydro, two grams of cal nitrate, and then got a it, gram of magnesium it. sulfate. That's your 321. It's by weight of the different uh, ingredients, ingredients right. instead of like. Three, two, one is the MPK value. of it. Understood.
1: Yes, you certainly would need to change that. But Lucas formula is neat. Uh, thank you for the experiment and Lucas formula. I guess you give it the thumbs up, huh? So a little more narration here. She is looking good, showing off her
0: diamonds, and she's pretty well dosed with scents of sweet skunk, pine, and pineapples, and some sandalwood for Scotty because he likes it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, all. Uh, Info and hard work in all you do. Also, I'll be putting in a recharge order this week because I'm growing in cocoa now.
1: Right on. Mm, Respect. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's a beautiful, beautiful bud, man. Sandalwood is the only incense flavor I know or scent I know. So, hmm. Smells like sandalwood. No, patchouli. (laughs) You got patchouli, too. They all smell like patchouli. All right. First grower question here.
0: Kelp foliar feed by Indycana Jones. Nice. (laughs) Hi, guys. I would give a normal speech saying how amazing the DGC and 99% of my knowledge is from you guys. Seriously, no one else even comes close. Thank
1: you. But you must have had that son of a bitch memorized by now. I'm in my second row. First. Hang on. Remember what the first one said? We got a letter from somebody. It was really nice. And at the end, it said, please don't turn into an asshole like the other guys. I've always tried to <laughs> keep that close to my heart. man. Uh, I'm in my second grow. First was a
0: learning curve, but shit is now dialed. My girls are as happy as Larry and I can't and can't eat enough. What's happy as Larry mean? I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> thinking
1: of Larry, Moe and Curly and the three stooges. Um, Larry seemed pretty happy, honestly, now I think about it. Larry, the is, cable
3: guy. Huh.
1: He seems like he might go home and cry, honestly. I started foliar spraying
0: some kelp extract, and they seem to love it. My knowledge on foliar feeding is extremely limited, so it's open for some advice. The bottle says every three days, but I've done a couple feeds now, um, two in five days, on top of my nude schedule, and again, they seem to be lapping it up. My dehumidifier is keeping things on point after feeding. I'm spraying just before lights off. I'm just paranoid I might be feeding too much, or if there's any factors, I might not be considering as a foliar noob. Um, so, yeah, let's hit that before uh, the rest here. Fuller view frequency. Some, yeah. I'm, I mean, I guess it depends on what you're using, but I don't really know. I, I mean, I use myself uh, optic folders, got the, the ready to use because I have a small garden, just a ready to use uh, product. Once uh, every four days or so, but what do you? Yeah. Just, can you
1: overdo it, if yes. you pull yourself a little bit of kelp every day, is that bad, bro? Specifically with kelp, yes, you can because kelp's not as much, or really not a nutrient. It's a hormone. It's got some micronutrients in there, but you're getting the PGRs in there. It's
3: all full of gibberellins and auxins and Remember
1: chasmonics those? and all these crazy things. And those are the things that make it, too many hormones make things weird. And there's tons of
3: examples. Well, of that, and I mean, you <laughs> can think of growth and stuff like hormones affect on that uh in terms of like the different proportions of the different ones that are there right uh when you're taking kelp you're taking the proportion of hormones that are in the fastest growing plant Mm -hmm. on the planet uh that has an effect it can definitely it can be beneficial up to a point where you can definitely overdo it with hormones where like too much gibberellins late in flower uh making everything foxtail all crazy and remember we there's lots of stuff that can happen with hormones
1: you remember we see the occasional leaf on this? I'm sorry, a leaf with a little bud on its stem? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you feed too much kelp or mess with there a certain, mustard, what's the one most
0: popular kelp I see on the label? Ascophyllum That's a Norwegian
1: kelp.
3: And specific, yeah, the, the cold water kelps are going to be the ones that, that is the one that is the fastest growing plant on earth. There are other different types of kelp. But that Astrophila nodostrum is the the really good, high-quality cold-water kelp that is used uh, most commonly in agriculture.
1: And do it every 10 days. You know, you can foliar feed if you want to, and you're in veg and you want to foliar feed some nutrient. That's different. You can take 125 parts per million of your res nutrient, feed that every few days, and you know, if you're using something that, that breaks it down and gets it to stick, a little transport or something like that.
3: And the big that's time. That's
1: beneficial. But take the kelp every couple of weeks or something. Save that.
3: The big time for me that uh, foliar sprays are most beneficial is when you are pretty dialed in in your garden and you're taking care of nutrition in the root zone is all is, is as good as it can be, your environment is good. And then when you start to add the foliar, you can feed, and the nutrient absorption is actually more efficient through the leaves than it is through the plant for mobile nutrients. So, being able to cover up any little gaps and get to like another yield threshold by using foliar spraying. And what about the time of the day? Is a good thing because um, he's doing it before lights off. Is it like before lights on better? Um, you just don't want to do it when the lights are on. The beading is that's what you got to worry about.
1: Honestly, you can foliar with the lights on if you're using a. Uh, Uh, transport from optical yeah yeah yeah, something to break it down what you got to worry about is those little magnifying glasses those little uh droplets that act like magnifying glasses and burn the plant
0: all right all right some good advice here uh says here thanks again for all you guys do not only is the dgc second to none when it comes to info but your videos genuinely bring joy to my day right oh
1: man now that's very kind i don't hear that too much Thanks
0: to Chad Westport, Coach Steve for being such OGs and helping pretty much everyone's post. Dude, Scotty and Gruer are the building blocks, but you guys are the glue. Right on, dude.
1: That's awesome. You, you know, um, in, into Canada, Jones, you get us, man. You get us. P.S. I'm literally dying to
0: get my hands on a DGC cap. How can I get one shipped to the UK? You know what? I can take. A, I think I can ship better to the UK from Canada. Um, Hit us up on the contact, man. Hit us up on the contact and uh, we'll see what we can do for you. I got a few hats up here in Canada. All right. I like it. You pay I the shipping. To, I have to do nothing. <laughs> all right. Where are we at in the show here? We've got some good comments. All right. We've got a uh, comment here from Jag. What do we got here? Jagged Brain. Jagged Brain? Sounds, okay. like, sounds like one of my friends. Absolutely. Cloning for cloning. Not sure if you heard of Wilt Proof. I have heard of Wilt Proof. Used to have Wilt Proof on the shelf at the hydro store. Did recommend it for another trick up your bag for cloning. Um, it's a spray that coats and this, back to reading here. It's a spray that coats the clone with a sealant yep. that keeps yep. the clone from going into shock and wilting, seals <laughs> up the stomata and slows moisture loss. And you'll get calcine and roots growing all along the stem. What is that called? Callusing. Callusing and roots growing all along the stem not just from the cut tip where the stem cells are exposed beneath the epidermal epidermal layer all along the stem is meristematic tissue that will break through and form roots. Now I want some opinion here because First I've used First thing I ever it, used, man. Yeah. Um, if your clones are in a humidity dome, you should be good, right? I mean, yes. maybe for, if you're in like an easy, big mach- cloning machine, and you don't have a dome on it or something,
1: I You know, this is when I first uh, got into growing in the early 90s, when I went to go get my cloning kit or the gear I would need. They gave me this, it was like cloning wax is what I I referred to it as. And you could really see the waxy coating that it put on the leaves. And sure, the idea is that it seals up the stomata and keeps the plants from wilting. So it is kind of neat like that. Once I got dialed in with my dome and my light, I like the idea of the plant being able to breathe through that stomata naturally. That's what
0: I'm worried about. like. Uh, Is this the benefit, Guru, of any sort? Even if you're already in a dome with high humidity, you know what I mean? Will this potentially help your success or quicken it up?
3: Uh, It depends on if transpirational loss is one of the reasons that you're losing clones.
2: Transpirational Uh,
1: loss. Is that your clone limiting factor, dude? (laughs)
0: Yes, yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm having 18.5% transp- transpirational
1: loss, so. Yeah, I'm telling you, just getting the whole thing about cloning is that's a cool tip. I appreciate that or comment. I did, it was one of the first things that I was able to eliminate by getting a really good, my, my humidity dialed in, in the clone dome. And, uh, and a lot of times I just ask myself if, if Mother Nature would do that. And, yeah, we do a lot of things that Mother Nature wouldn't do. It's true. It's true. Do we simulate it, though? I mean, Mother Nature would feed the plants, so we're just feeding them. uh, Mother Nature would end up feeding the plant ionically, so we're just skipping a whole shitloads of steps and bringing it out of balance with a whole bunch of fertilizer, but...
3: Hey, remember, we were made by Mother Nature, so anything we make is also made by Mother Nature. It's the the transitive rule. But I I mean, Mother Nature would bathe
1: the plants in sunlight, so we're doing it with fake sunlight. You know, Mother Nature would give ionic, would create ionic fertilizer for the plant, food for the plant. We're just cheating and giving a chemical ionic fertilizer. But I don't know if Mother Nature would ever spray wax on its, you know, on, on its. and Does it make clones? I don't know.
3: I, mean, there, <laughs> I think the idea behind it is there are definitely the plants that do really well in arid, dry environments uh-huh. have a thicker cuticle on the outside of the plant yeah, um, it, that protects it and kind of seals moisture. Think a cactus, like a, a cactus or succulent Ooh. versus like the leaf of a cannabis plant. Uh, one is much more geared towards being able to prevent losing... Uh, The water that has been able to uptake. Sure. So I like, I get the idea of coating it in a wax on the outside to do that and kind of simulating putting a cuticle on it. But realistically, I'd rather just have the right environment in the clone dome and not have to spray wax all over my clones. And by the way, Jagged
1: Brain, this is just because we love talking about growth. Thank you for the tip. Uh, It is a tool in the toolbox. I am by no means against anti wilt. And yeah, good information. Thank you. An update on bacon we're talking bacon i think last well, week and bake do a little bacon talk because
2: that's oh what yeah kids
0: do.
1: Oh, i heard so greasy i heard this uh comment and it made me hungry bro
0: <laughs> turp tarmigan
1: what's up
0: chimes in and says bacon fat freaking yum we fry every freaking thing in it it's great in homemade bread cooked chicken in it grilled cheese with bacon fat
1: that stuff is pure liquid gold i tell you pure gold <laughs> Yeah. I always wonder what it would be like to spend a day up in Labrador with old Terp Tarmigan, huh? Good times. Good times, for sure. I just bet you. Yeah, by the way, you got yelled at for Saskatoon, man, all right? Capital of Saskatchewan, (laughs) all right? Get it straight. I don't even live there.
0: I have a Canadian map on order. I would be, yes, I'll be pro soon.
1: I do just have a huge, it. a huge map of Colorado in my room. And uh, when I go to my room, when my parents send me there, I just study it because I have no idea where shit's at in
3: Colorado. I got a dope map of Colorado online. that's like hand drawn uh, in the style of the Lord of the Rings maps in all the books. It's actually kind of dope. It's pretty cool. I have one I can read. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Fair enough. Touché. Because I'll say shit
1: like, yeah, I'll come visit you're in Colorado. And I'll find out it's like seven hours away
0: did I say that. <laughs> right, I got another
1: grow Talk question titled Another
0: Recharge Soil Microbiology Question by S. C. Dung Slinger 79.
1: All right. Let me let me sit up here, man, in my element.
0: What does, what is, what is, what is the ideal soil moisture level for recharge? And the microbiology in my media. Does it harm the soil's microbiology, microbes, mycorrhizae, bacteria, etc. to let the soil get two-thirds dry or is wetter? A better environment we can hit that part of the questions first because i do get I, like sometimes when my plants will get either because i couldn't get there in time really dry right. or i'm gonna let them have a dry spell sometimes i'll do that maybe i'm trying to kill all uh, when it gets pretty damn dry my plants aren't wilting yet what happens with the microbes like they some of them die
1: some of them go dormant uh, if they don't have moisture, they can't do their, they can't multiply. So then they're just going to sit there and go dormant as, uh, I mean, you know, little fertilizer factories. So if that's if you bone dry them, they will wake back up and it's get to work. You've got all these colony, uh, these microbes that are able to colonize.
3: Uh, To an extent, uh, at the point that the microbes are going to die is much later than the point that the plant's going to be dead. Yeah, I didn't say die. I said they were not going to multiply. and Yeah, they're not going to multiply and they're going to be dormant. But one of the beautiful things about a consortia of microbiology and not just like one or two different things, uh, the makeup and proportion of all the different things – That biological diversity gives it so much leeway in the environments that it's able to handle. So it's not necessarily that all of them have an optimal soil moisture. It means that uh, there's a range of it that different ones are able to operate more effectively into the other ones. So you're kind of covering all your bases in terms of that. And that's why recharge and just using soil microbes like that, it's able to uh, instill like a drought resistance to plants too, much more than they would normally be able to take. Uh, in, in a sterile growing environment. So
1: and that's that's because of that mycorrhizae, increasing the root uh surface area, which allows and it's like a little sponge, you know, it's just fungal sponge.
3: Just like we're seventy-five percent water, all the microbes are also seventy-five percent water. Um, to a point they they can dehydrate and still be fine and alive. They're just their metabolism is not optimized. Um, but there's a ton of drought resistant uh bacteria and fungi in there too that to the point that Uh, Yeah, your plant is going to die much before the effectiveness of the microbes goes away.
1: But as far as this is just kind of generally, we talk about not keeping the plants too wet because microbes need to breathe. Uh, As long as I would say err on the side of dry, when my plants are right about half their weight, I will water them again. I don't mind erring on the side of a little drier. That's what I'm doing right now with my three gals in there. I'm letting them dry up kind of nice before I uh, feed them again.
3: And if well, you think, think about it just in like an evolutionary way, um, the microbes that are in recharge, they have plant, symbiotic plant relationships um, with, with the roots. Ooh. They've evolved to operate in the same environment that roots generally operate. Um, so just they, the, the plant is going to die before there's a point that the soil microbes are not being effective in terms of like dryness. So think about the most wilted you've ever had a plant. The soil microbes were still effective and doing their job in that environment.
1: 47% is a perfect soil moisture, dude. Okay?
0: Sounds like I see done something <laughs> doing it right. It says, I grow in fabric pots with 40% Fox Farm Ocean Forest, 40% cocoa, and 20% perlite. Sounds like a good mix. Using Flora Flex nutrients and, of course, Recharge. I feed nutrients every feeding but a lower PPM and feed to runoff when the pots are about two-thirds dry by feel. So I think, you know, as my grows have been fine with my method, I'm just trying to optimize my grow environment and who better to ask than the DDC happy growing. I think what you're doing sounds great. I think it does sound pretty perfect.
1: Yeah, err on the side of a little bit dry, never let them totally dry out. And just think when they're... When I mean these things dry pretty. You know, when you have cocoa and perlite, uh, you're not keeping a bunch of of just you know excess moisture in those pots. Mine are pretty much getting to a, a reasonable weight within a couple hours. You know it's well drained soil. So yeah, I think you I think you're in the microbe zone most of the time. Maybe just right after watering, they might uh, get in a little shock, but uh, yeah, they they like to breathe. So, Coach Steve says it right. Classic overthinking,
0: bro. You're growing plants, not microbes. You know the plants want a wet and dry cycle for root growth. So when you start growing microbes, your plants are like, what the fuck, dude?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The plants and microbes grow in the same environment. So just give yourself the environment that you want for your plants. And that's a good environment for symbiotic microbes to grow.
0: Right on, right on. That will transition beautifully. Look how I did this too. A shout out to Real Growers Recharge. If you guys do want to pick up some of those microbes, go to realgrowers.com, coupon code do to help you out. RechargeCanada.ca if you're in Canada. That's right.
2: .ca
1: means I'm officially a Canadian site. Okay. Hey, man, I just got to ask. <clears throat> I see the recharge in the background. Is that a giant lobster claw on a stick next to it? I've been wondering. (laughs) It is not.
0: I see what you're thinking, but it is not. It is actually a a type of uh, fish-looking, pointy thing. Yeah, I'd have to show you sometime. But no lobster claw. That would be pretty dope. If it had a little mechanical action, it could grab. I mean, that would be a
1: lobster the size of a a child.
0: (laughs) So, again, if you want to pick up some recharge, realgrowers.com, rechargecanada.ca, if you are in the, or if you're in Canada, and uh, you can always yell, you can yell at Amazon if you'd like to. You can yell at them. Real Growers Recharge will hook you up prime, baby, prime. If
1: you're you're in the UK, please do yell at them, because I send Recharge, and it just, uh, they don't seem to have their shit together over there. Uh Uh-oh. I don't want to be shadow banned from Amazon UK. (laughs) All right, Grow Talk question
0: number three. Pretty major defoliation and switching to bloom nudes on autos. This will pertain to photos a little bit as well by Sit Ubu. Sit, what show is that? I don't know. I don't know. Is it Saturday Night Live? It's something I watched. I know that. Right. All right. So, hey, DDC, got a question for you. New grower here looking for some help. Been putting in a ton of research, but I want a little help going into this part of my grow. I'm growing in ProMix HP, three-gallon fabric pots, Fox Farms Trio Newts, CalMag, and of course, recharge every single week. Yeah. Also, I have some Sol- sulfur if needed. So I'm 32 days in on my autos. Two Mefesto Mystery Autos and one I love growing marijuana banana kush and one I love growing marijuana gelato. My two Mephistos are showing pre-flowers and both I love growing marijuanas are shooting pistols. Question is, should I switch to Bloom Newts now? Should I flush first? My runoff EC last time was 3.2, which is high. That's really high when you're measuring
1: runoff. But, man, I just don't... Wait, how do we get that into PPM? That sucks that I don't know this, but... Do we know what 3.2 runoff is EC?
3: Three is... Three is going to be fifteen hundred to twenty one hundred, depending on the scale.
1: Oh fuck, man! What? Hang on, with autos you got to keep that shit low. They don't require; they're not growing the same way that uh, giant veg plant is growing. I don't. uh, You're not getting, in my opinion, an accurate representation. I thought somebody
0: was up on the show, like, look, if you want to get runoff through cocoa. Um, If you want to get runoff through rock wool, when you're trying to get runoff through, you're mixing up um, some, you know, what does he make? He's got Pro Mix, he's got peat. You're not going to get accurate runoff. I've measured my runoff and my plants look beautiful, and my pen wouldn't even read it. It was like PPM, it was probably 2,500 and over. That's too
1: too hot for autos. Let's take a look at those autos and see if they seem to be suffering from too.
3: He says that at most he's watering in at one EC, which is 500 to 700 parts per million.
1: I mean, that sounds about right. But every now and again, if you're doing it and not letting any of that run out, then it's accumulating in the soil because those plants aren't using that much. Uh, I'm just saying something that sticks out to me if I'm trying to help is really, there's something wrong with those plants, guys. Take a look.
3: Well, well, and uh, autoflowers you don't want to be heavy-handed on the t- like training and plant management that correct. you do with them. He probably stressed these pretty hard, plucking all those fan leaves off of there. Well, have it looks you guys like ever that, like sizable amount of defoliation on? There. Yeah,
0: defoliated and like took the picture right after. It's possible. That he took off big fan leaves that were covering other leaves that weren't that used to the light as well. I've seen that happen before, and it takes a light cycle or two for those leaves to really perk up and start looking good. But I agree with it seems like a little too much. The question he wants to know, should he flush before going to, quote, bloom newts? I mean, it's not going to hurt to run some plain pH-adjusted water through, get some runoff out. Um, if, you're, if
1: you've got three EC, which is what 15, 1,600 ppm coming out, yeah, you need to leach these things a little bit. You need to flush these things a little bit. I'm telling you, you need to be at like six, seven hundred for and what you're doing is correct. Uh, with the you're, you know with 6-700 going in it's just the amount coming out it's supposed to kind of have this washing effect where it washes the old salts out and I always think it's, when you think of salts it's it's think, the,
3: the big reason behind r- watering to 10% runoff yeah, and not just trying to perfectly water into the plant every single time. Yeah
1: you're washing those salts out and uh, man I'm just It depends uh, on what you're using though I don't
0: water I, my whole last cycle I got almost I got zero runoff I didn't need to like empty a saucer one time i'm watering in light what are you using what quote that was using ramo nutrients very light like at a max of like not very light i'd go up to about 750 ppm um I think
1: it depends on how, I don't know if I say salty, your nutrient solution is. Were you is. doing auto flowers or were you doing photos and did no, you grow photos, them out kind of decent? Because autos, this is about as big as they're getting. So they didn't get to get trimmed back. They didn't get to grow a nice big fat veg. They started flowering at week three of veg. <laughs> you know, so they don't, it doesn't require, I put it this way. I'll have plants like that in two, two and a half weeks. And I'm going to feed them, what, maybe three times, four times in that, you know, in you know every four or five days or so you have a little three gallons so i okay i can agree with the
0: flush don't overthink it i've tried to flush out one time a bed that was about 60 gallons of soil the runoff was coming out super hot i couldn't run enough water through it, to nah, get it down to where it, it, it just wouldn't but doing some plain right. watering to run off and your regimen will help at this point and um going to bloom news just make sure some people think oh I'm going to bloom, like just cut out the nitrogen. Like you still should be hazing a little bit of nitrogen, especially during the transition period. Sure. Um, when you're in the first part of bloom. So <laughs> don't just cut out your nitrogen. I don't know if you're on a, you're on Fox Farms Trio, they probably got a feed chart. Um, but otherwise, everything everything looks good. Said, uh, hopefully it doesn't hurt. He's in a three and a half by three and a half tent. Um, inline fine, fan, good environment. So yeah, let's see any good comments up on here? What we
1: got? I mean, there's definitely definitely some issues, so you definitely got to watch get that ppm down.
0: Yeah, I got that's uh, se Dungslinger saying your plants look good, but yes, I would flush. They have been through a lot of stress with the defoliation, so I'd wait a few days after the defoliation, then flush and do a flush. Obviously, when your plants need to be watered, don't just do it now if they don't need to be watered. Then you can start to get into an overwater situation. Um, so. Yeah. Right don't thanks for the comment. SC Dung
1: Slinger, we got uh, good looking plants are praying. Okay, they're straight up praying. They need to be Scotty real over here, but uh, I, I see what you're saying with the picture for sure. I'm,
0: I'm hoping those are the under leaves from the defoliation. There's or maybe the lights are about to go off. Or maybe, well, if the lights just came on, they should definitely be up. Sometimes they remember the light schedule and will go down, but I
1: hear you. I don't like but, the way they're. Just yeah, just a couple. You got a couple trouble ones there, and it does look like when you got clawing like that, like I'm looking at a clock, so the one at like 4 or 5 o'clock over there, um, that's got like clawing down, it, when it looks like, on a lot of the upper foliage. Uh, a lot of those have that kind of clawing. look. I see three of them, and that is indicative of too much fertilizer. Indicative. You like that, man? I do.
0: So let's go to... Uh... The pros, oh, actually, what's playing on YouTube? Since we just had Jeremy from Build-A-Soil, Build-A-Soil started their own channel um, on YouTube. So I encourage that people that like informative grow information, I guarantee you're going to get it. Go check out Build-A-Soil. There's a link in the show notes, uh, Build-A-Soil's YouTube channel. uh, And, yeah, see what they got going on. Jeremy's got some more time on his hands to to be making the videos, getting in the grow. So I'm going to be checking it out
1: myself. Nice. Very cool.
0: Um. Yeah, we can use some suggestions, too, man. We're going to get Jeremy back up on the show. If you guys want to make any comments, what, what, should, we, what should we chat
1: about? There are a lot of options.
2: <laughs> sorry. Just what?
1: dreaming in my head, man. I'll be a content machine once I, once I have to go on that house arrest, you know. And I'll just, you know, and I sound like, like, what happened to your channel, man? It fucking blew up. Yeah. House <laughs> arrest, man. <laughs> on the
0: pros list here, before we get to go, what's going on in our grows, this is kind of I actually found a grow talk question for the pros list. Do grows.com forward slash pros guys We list all our coupon codes. If you're shopping for your grow over there. Um, and this is titled mass medical strain supplement bar and storm controller by Nexus six. So I was thinking about adding some supplemental lighting to my tent for the next grow. I'm looking for at the mass medical strain, supplemental board and storm lighting controller from rapid led. Does anyone have any experience with either? It looks like you can get pretty creative with it. And I don't have experience with either, but uh, it's on my
1: list to have experience. Um, There's a a reason we let guru talk, you know, do you know anything about these, Sean?
3: These mass medical boards? Yes, sir. That they have? Um Yeah. I, these, like, supplemental spectrum boards that usually fill the gaps in of what your, like, normal uh, white LED lights would be lacking. Uh, so, like, some UVA, some infrared, uh, some far red, some photo red. So, supplemental blue. is what this it's is. It's completely supplemental to kind of, like, fill in the gaps of some very specific spectrums um, that are missing in your, like normal white LED lights. Damn. Uh, man. I usually don't recommend these to people uh unless like you've got everything dialed sure. in, you've got enough light for your room, you've bought everything you need to have a good controlled environment, and you want something to play around with and experiment, and this is your hobby. Um, Cause these with this lighting, this light by itself is kind of cool this light with the lighting controller hooked up to the rest of your lighting is actually really cool you can do some cool (laughs) stuff with it like simulate uh day uh, sunrise and sunset ramping up and ramping down um at the onset of light on uh you can simulate storms going over uh your grow and having flashes of lightning and everything (laughs) like if you're doing foliar sprays at night uh so like there's some cool stuff you can do with it you can make Um, it fart I mean, you could probably. I bet if you knew some programming, you could hook it up to a speaker and make it fart if you really, 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 Here's really wanted to.
0: Some of the words from Rapid LED site were it so they have a uh, staggered sunrise sunset, moon lunar phase simulation, intuitive wheel interface, smooth ramp dimming, smooth ramp clouds, cloud channel clustering, lightning storm effects. Yeah, this is pretty interesting. I- Um, question is, and guys check out uh, RapidLED.com. coupon code, dude, they got all kinds of lights. You can customize this shit. You can buy it. They got a lot of parts. You can build your own kit, save money. Uh, I want a controller. Um, and this kind of ties into moving into what's going on in my grow a few things, but I was thinking moving forward, I'm going to get hotter. Like my grows in my garage in a five by five tent. And right now I'm having to run a heater to keep it warm. Eventually that's going to stop, but I'm worrying about it getting too hot. So but it will only be too hot for a period. I'm going to run my lights at night, right, as much of the night cycle as I can, because that's kind of the, going to be the bloom tent. And I'm going um, turn my lights on, let's say, 7 p.m. But from 7 p.m. to maybe about 10 p.m., my garage that the tent's in is still a little warm. So I only want the, the my light, my LED light, to run at, let's say, 70%. I'm trying to find a controller that will take into consideration the warmth in your grow that you can say, okay, if my grow gets to 85, please start dimming my light for me until my temp gets down. So to that where is one
3: to- you would need a little bit more <laughs> uh, complex logic controller than just a storm lighting controller. Um, this could be used like tied into a bluefish controller that would let you uh, be able to have some dynamic controls like that of stuff. Really. So, I'll, oh yeah, yeah. I, oh, I mean, yes. th- right. those controllers and like you kind of gotta know what you're doing, programming wise. But uh, there are solutions to those pro- problems. To where, like, if your grow got over 85 degrees, it would slowly ramp down the LED. Now, I know, obviously, I have learned the code, dude. But I have high temp shut down. You would definitely, want- if you're going to do all of that, you want to run your DLI numbers on the light and the PPF that it puts out that you have. So that you can figure out uh, if you're getting to, like, if if I've gotten, you'd want to have that into the logic, too. If I've gotten to my daily my DLI or that if I ramp down, it will still, like, rate of change, be able to get to its DLI then it makes sense for it to ramp down. If it's not going to reach that, then you wouldn't want it to ramp. Like, that's how a greenhouse lighting controller, like, actually works. There's sensors on the top of the greenhouse sensing the DLI. It knows, like, oh, a cloud's gone over. Let's ramp the lights a little bit to maintain just consistent growing environment in terms of PPFD all the time. Well, so your DLI, daily lighting interval, is it? Integral. Uh, So, yeah. The amount of light
1: it gets, man. Or it can't absorb anymore. Here,
3: we'll just... Calculus. Yeah.
1: The um, calculus. I think it's classy when somebody calls it the calculus. That's what I'm saying. I think about nature.
0: I know my plants are still going to do fine. It's not a perfect sunny day every single day out while plants flowering. So if I have three hours, four hours, let's say, of my light dimmed down to 70% and my temps work and then it goes all the way back up, sure. it's just like a little bit of clouds, man. It's so a little bit of a cloudy day for a minute. Yeah, is that what you're trying to emulate? Is outdoor? not trying to emulate
1: it like make it happen unless it needs to happen cuz it's getting too high I like that mother nature but I'm cranking it up to 110% man I want to I want I want a volume knob to 11 sir All right,
0: that conversation inspired by RapidLED.com coupon code Dude and DUDEGirls.com forward slash Pros guys. What we did dollars. What else is going on in my girl? Because I'm just going to take it away from you. (laughs) Harvest, harvest, man. Yes, Um, it's in the bag, right? It's in the bag. Actually, went out of town last week. Literally in the bag. It's oh, it's in the bag. Um, Uh. Three days, four days. I went out of town and. This happened to me before when you just harvest and you bag shit up. I like to be around to check burp, smell, check my bags. Right. It's like shit. Or I'd have my neighbor temp needs Todd back in the day. Be like, dude, I'm out of town for like a week. I need you to burp my bags every day.
1: If you Uh, do, I'm saying I got some turkey bags. We'll do. I'm a big fan of the turkey bags. Uh, I'm a big fan of, by the way, this thing was so much bigger last week. <laughs> Why? Because they breathe a little or what? They. I, I don't think the trikes stick to them as much as well, you know? But, uh, okay. yeah, I just, I just like the consistency of them. And then you can put a decent amount of weed in there. You know, you can put yourself a full pound, maybe even two pounds. But then lately, we've been classing it up 2021 style with, like, those giant – what are they? Like, the giant pickle jars. What would you get? You know, pig's feet you'd get in the south in one of those things, you know? But, uh, yeah, it's a giant jar. And I see your Boveda pack there. I just take a, like. I guess it's like a gallon jar, put a whole shitload in there and put the Boveda in it. Seems well, to that was
0: what nice I was saying. Like, this was not – as ready as I wanted to be when I started trimming, some I thought I could just feel some pliability. I could feel some stems that weren't breaking. I'm like, man, there's some moisture in here. I, just, I, I have to trim that. Like today is trim day; has to be right. trimmed. Um, but I get paranoid about leaving. So yeah, there you guess what I was going to say. I got the big. Um, these are actually the 67 gram pack bow, but it does up to a pound. This is maybe a quarter pound, but it's not going to overdo it. So now it's going to take care of. There's extra moisture. It's and it's going to take it out.
1: And if it needs moisture, it's going to give it. So it's a I'm beautiful stoked. quarter and, pound there, by the way. What? That's what that's what a cube should look like. Oh, this stuff is freaking. This <laughs> I'll is, uh, take it. You ever go get yeah. a cube and it's like I don't know, five fingers? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think that's stoked. a cube. I think that's a cube behind me. The
0: brick bud right there. How long do you wait to try? I, mean, I haven't tried anything yet. It's like
1: how long can I keep it in the bag, let it cure out before I try it? You try like Joint day of test, harvest, man. Joint test, you know, a couple days, few days, you see if it smokes in a joint.
3: Yeah, how are you going to know the cure's done if you don't test it? it It's going to
0: get better for a while here, so we'll see. I'm going to break into it any minute. Hashtag black ash. That's how you know it's <laughs> not done. <laughs> My uh, joint tastes that, like water. In the grow, big news for me. I was pretty excited. The GMO seed. That came in a flower sample to me, which I think was right. like from Super Lemonade. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, has been in a one-gallon radical bag for a while. It's about uh, about a foot over a little over a foot tall. And yeah. I looked at looked at it real close today, and right towards the top, saw one little white hair coming out. I'm like pre-flower. Yes. Wow. So nice, man. I am stoked on that. Now it's time to get my freaking. I got to grow her up a little bit more and get my cloning game on so I can start cloning that and uh, get things going and get the five by five going again. So um, I, I always like. I get excited about how some I feel something's come to me, where I find one seed in this bud that I really like the taste of, and then it's female, and then it's like, all right, pressure's on. Like, I have to succeed it. I have to multiply it. I have to grow some of this shit out, because it was meant to be.
1: (laughs) I dig. I dig, man. I want to smoke some of that, bud. GMO is what it is? Uh, yes. You got it. You got it. Nice. All
0: right. All right. I don't know. Uh, we, we, we can talk about your girl for a sec or skip it if you're in the yeah. middle. Things,
1: no. or what you you know what? I, I will say just because I screwed up, uh, the lights and had too much light very quickly because I recognized it really quick. I wasn't in denial, I saw that something was fucked up and I immediately started looking. Um, I was able to figure it out, too much light, pulled the light down, I got 62 watts, maybe, what, a foot away from, uh, I don't know, eight inch plants, I would say, and it's fucking crushing it, already they've recovered. You know that a plant's recovering and back to health when it'll spit out some new, I don't know, apical, some new meristems, I'll say, yeah, so anyway, they're looking really good, I'm psyched. And uh, they're in three gallons, they water the plant. That's something that Jaron taught me just a couple days ago, man. When they're small like that in the beginning, you don't want to saturate the whole container, man. He just waters the plant to get them going. So cool advice there, so.
0: I'm starting used- a, new,
1: a new poll. You
0: can go to dogrows.com forward slash Will Scotty make it to harvest?
1: oh it's funny it's funny i'm just kidding i've heard that a lot sir so i have something to prove yes you do yes you do and you're going to be going into an
0: interesting period because your plants won't be blooming for like what at least a month
1: at least or what yeah i like yeah you know what i like to grow big plants i'm not going to grow them huge because i don't really need to right now it's not this kind of system I like big yeah. plants, and I cannot lie. t-shirt. I believe we were talking about that this morning. Sir Guru has dared me to write that song.
3: Yeah, I want. <laughs> I like big buds, and I cannot lie. Makes more sense. And I want instead of "Isn't it ironic?" I want "Isn't it the chronic?" God, those are the don't two the me. two covers I would I would really like to hear.
1: That would be ironic if I had to listen to that song and something positive came <laughs> well, out. Of
0: it.
3: Isn't it the chronic?
0: I was saying that's gonna put you into bloom mid April, going into May, which means bugs are out. Everything, you know, you're gonna to have to be on your IPM for sure. So versus a little easier in the winter, right? When you're an indoor grower in the winter, you're not as concerned of bug problems. But when you're out and carrying stuff in, working around the outsort outside yeah. there, yeah. Be
1: careful we will say, thankfully, there's a concrete path that you can now walk by when you are walking through grass or dirt, and you're stirring things up or mud. Jesus, you are bringing a bunch of, of pathogens into the room. I think we're gonna get serious and have one of those foot, uh, you know, foot baths that you bathe your, yeah. your feet, and, your shoes in, whatever. I know what you're talking about. You got to get serious with the
0: Tyvek suits. No, you can't come in here. and Put that on. Right. I have to spray you with chlorine dioxide first. Dudegrows.com forward slash support. If you guys had a good time today, if we helped you grow, you want to get yourself some seeds, still some merch. Dudegrows.com forward slash merch. Tell us who's slinging some recharge as well. Another great way to support the show. What
1: you got? Oh, I'll take Hydro Depot. Thank you so much in Warren, Warren and Sterling Heights, Michigan. And I always have to shout out to the Michigan growers. They are pumping out so much dank over there. Uh, appreciate y'all. That is like the opposite end of creativity compared to plant parenthood, okay? <laughs> no, hey, at, no least, harm at least you know what they're doing, all right? There's no surprise there. Told you, I went to the hydro zone in Costa Rica, and, uh, it might as well have been called the uh, roundup zone. I was like, Jesus, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. That sounds like a water park <laughs> to me. Go to the hydro zone. <laughs> I thought it'd be cooler than it was anyhow,
0: all right? All uh, let's do this let's do this let's put in the bag with some shout outs guys uh, we have alfalfa grows what's up and oh double time look alfalfa grows again i didn't even see that i'll just do the double <laughs> shout
1: out to alfalfa grows what's going on hey i want to shout out to sparky one up it's always nice to hear from him and uh Mo-Med grower and clusterfuck tuesday right <laughs> the nickel sir uh, sit, <laughs> Ubu. Sit. We're gonna figure <laughs> that out. And Java the Terps. No. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a Nug. And I like big nugs. Everybody's got that going, man. It, yeah, I can't. That song's already been done, man. Magoo YFZ? Is that an airport or something? I don't know. Is that a Yamaha? I'm trying to think. And Terp 450. 50? Cool
3: turp mates. mates, what's going on? <laughs> that
1: sounds like a dirty website, doesn't it, man? For chicks that like to smoke weed. Call Turkmates. Mates. <laughs> Operation Blaze Chorizo. That sounds like someone i like to hang out with. By the way, I, I hope that means what I think it means. Each uh, episode of Family Ties
0: ended with a picture of a dog holding a frisbee. or a Labrador named Ubu. Yeah, sit, Ubu, sit. Damn. Here we are. Now well, that's Silver Spoons, I'm about to start
1: singing just a couple of Silver Spoons. <laughs> You're right, man. That's what I think of when I think of Jason Bateman, all right? Favorite oh. Silver Spoons character. Or his favorite
0: character, Family sir. Ties. Back in the day, imagine if somebody on Family Ties got caught with marijuana. I'd be like, dun-dun-dun.
1: What do you mean? You know, Willis, I am shocked. You don't remember when Willis got caught with the marijuana, man?
0: I don't, Good I stuff.
1: don't. Oh, I did, man.
2: Changed my life. So. No, that's no hard right, strokes, man. Yes. <laughs>
0: stay higher, my friends, until next time. Peace out. I hope you had a good time. And
1: yeah. uh yeah, that's all I got. Hey, scheduled. Scheduled. calling you Schedule, schedule. your are calling out speed dude. Hmm.
2: Okay. Some people love to play up the tank. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And we the boss is to take a little break. That means we lighting up a dude. It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on It's just weed, it's just weed I like to smoke it out be loud The tank, just look at how he's being paid. Oh, no lack of me smoking weed. I ain't done nothing more.